Welcome to Toffee TV. This is the final word ever. Nil. Wolves won at Goodison Park. Another defeat for the Blues. Uh, another frustrating afternoon in which Everton should have won. But hey ho, we didn't. And Wolves took the points. Me and Mike are going to go through it. And another frustrating afternoon for Everton. Yeah, felt very similar to the Fulham game, didn't it? Mm. Um, you know, I felt in control of the game. You know, I thought thought they, you know, they, they controlled the game from start to finish, basically. Mm. But you know, the lack of the lack of clarity, um, clinicalness, sorry, mm. up front and being able to to finish off chances, it's just kept killing us. You know, and um, we've passed up the opportunity of two really, really winnable home games, um, and now got a situation where the pressures the pressures rising, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at it. People, you know, if you're looking and go, well, let's look a little bit deeper rather than knee-jerky stuff. Everton have had a lot of shots. I think it's 16 on target in the opening two games at yeah. home and haven't scored a goal. That will change, you would expect. At some stage, you'll yeah. have the rubber, the green or whatever. But the Villa game, was it an outlier? Was that really it? You know what I mean? There's lots of question marks around that. But the fact of the matter is, it's been an awful start regardless and we have thrown away two opportunities at home. Forget Villa, they deservedly won the game so I'm not really going to go back over that. But Fulham weren't very good on the day. They'll improve I'm sure but at Goodison they weren't very mm. good and you know, I think even their players were scratching their heads how they won the game. And I think Wolves were the same at the weekend. Wolves will get better than what they were at the weekend. They just weren't in the game and yet they come up with that moment when they needed it in you know, three minutes in the end and I think from my perspective there's got to be a bit more I've got to see a bit more on the pitch than what I'm seeing in terms of structure wise and in terms of a pattern of play I'm not talking about Man City levels of course we're not but mm. people have got to be braver as well that, that can't that doesn't necessarily come from the manager or the coaches the players have got to be braver on midfield and that was the frustrating thing for me at the weekend that again we passed up so many opportunities to win the game and, and we lose it at the end. Yeah, I think, look, you, you're right. In terms of players on the pitch, you've got to start taking responsibility. Um, you know, there's certain there's, there's issues all over the place and then we've got certain issues potentially with the manager's decisions, you've got issues. But once once them players are on the pitch mm. and they're gifted with the opportunities they've got to, um, you know, like we were discussing off camera, these are elite footballers. Mm. They've got to be able to score some of these chances. I mean, they're passing them up and goals massively change games, obviously, as, as we all know. Um, you know, we get the first goal against Fulham, we win that game 3 0, potentially. Mm. The first goal against Wolves, potentially, same same situation again. Um, it's difficult with the lack of options that we've got available to us, which, mm. which we know, uh, and even what's in the building currently, and with people who are unavailable, it, it's making it difficult um, or making it more difficult than it mm. should be. But even just looking over the course of that that match, I I felt like you know the team done enough to to win that game and to win that game comfortably. Um, then you look at that and go, well, is there the pros or cons to that? Well, the, the negative is that it's back to back, almost identical performances to mm. me, and with identical results. Yeah. So something's missing and something's not being learned um, on and off the off the field. Mm. Um, so it just leaves you frustrated. You know, the fixtures come out at the start of the season. You look at it and they look favourably to us that you can get, you know, get a good start mm. before you look at the fixtures that you've got in October. 
um, you know, and you, and you look and you think, right, we can get them points on the board. And then again, obviously, the, the recruitment side of it leaves us leaves us short. The, the mismanagement of, of the club where where we are financially and how we're having to construct deals has left us to a position where we can't get them in early and whatnot. And it's all costing us. And I think the frustration goes over, not overboard necessarily, but goes further is because we've seen this play out last season. Yeah, we've yeah. seen this. It's not. It's not nothing new to us, is it? Mm. You know, we're not looking at this going. Okay, this is a this is an outline, and you know, we've got a little bit of a financial situation. We've been in the exact same situation last summer. Mm. We've done the exact same problems again this, and we've given up points and we're giving up games. And we are not a football team good enough to give up games, and certainly mm. on games that are winnable. Yeah. Um, I agree totally with Ped's instant match reactions. Where this is becoming the norm. Mm. These these teams, and, and no disrespect to those clubs and those teams. But you're talking three, four, five years ago, this was just not acceptable that these teams would just rock up to Goodison and, and win. But it just feels like the norm now, and that's that's what's worrying. But I think I think we've we've created this because of a reduction in quality, certainly attacking quality. Yeah. We've made these games more difficult. Um, yeah, we can have that snobbery and go, seems like that shouldn't be beating us. But listen, we're, we're exactly the same boat as them, so it is what it is. You look at that at the end of it and go, teams like that on the pitch that day, we were much better than Fulham and we were much better than Wolves and we lost both games. That yeah. doesn't necessarily mean we're better than them over the season or whatever. And like I said before, they will both of them will improve and hopefully we will as well. The frustration, it does feel like it's an ongoing, that's the problem, it, that it feels like there's been no break in the cycle. We've had this, the recruitment's left till the end of the window. It used to be like this with Moyes because we didn't have money, then it changed a bit with Mishiri, but the last three years it's been back to this. You hang, you're almost giving games up. It's almost like these games don't matter because we'll get them in by the end of the window. That is now proper football clubs do their business. Mm. It's not. Wolves are in the same boat there, looking to try and bring players, and the games are going by. You know, and now they've yeah. managed to, to smash and grab a game. We haven't. You know, hopefully we'll do that at the you know Sheffield United this weekend. So that's what you got to look at. But you know, the manager, there was criticism after Villa, and rightly so. It was a horrific performance. You know, strewn with individual errors. Well, them individual, he made changes to the team. Yeah, that went Michael Keane for Jared Brantwaite. A lot of people wanted to see that. Obviously, the striker position, Dominic Calvert-Lewin was injured, so we couldn't do anything about that. So we put Dan Juma, came in and went up front, gave it the full debut to Lewis Dobbin at Goodison. Um, and we did it that way, and, and we, we tried to affect the game in that manner. And, and for the most part, yeah, it, you know the team is on the front foot. I'm not convinced Dan Juma is a centre-forward in the Premier League. Well, I'm not. really not. No. It doesn't matter if he said he enjoyed playing up there in Spain. Spain ain't England. He's not for me. He's a, he's a wide player. But Everton had opportunities again in that first half and passed them up. And you know we'll we just see one we had early on, which was a well not early on. It was the, the twenty six minute, which you know there was a twenty six minute applause for Michael Jones, which is brilliant. Yeah. And ironically, Everton almost scored at that time. Would have been a real fitting yeah um, tribute to to Michael there, but. We had this opportunity from James Tarkovsky. The, I'm just gonna, the still. This is after Dobbins had a chest which the keeper saved. Branthwaite couldn't get it. And it breaks to Tarkovsky there. The goalie's laying on the floor. And if he hits the ball where the arrow is, with a little bit of composure, we'll win him 1 0. 
I mean, look at that. You know, these are perfect opportunities to score. And he just wildly slashes at it and it goes into the side net. And then it's like, okay, normally they go in. You know, yeah. these opportunities or other teams seem to be putting these chances away. And you're up and running. We'd have been up and running. That's in the first half. We're 1-0 up halfway through the first half. We probably go on and win the game because everyone relaxes. We're winning. Yeah, yeah. We, you relax then in front of goal. We've got a position at the moment where it feels like it's almost impossible to score a goal. That's how it seems. We'd already seen Dan Jumer at the post, but he was he was offside. Other things have gone flashing across the goal. Sars making saves. Just right now, it feels it's as though... It's marginally offside, haven't it? Yeah, it feels like we're just... It's so difficult to score a I goal. I think you feel the, the, the worry... Currently, and I'm saying currently because we've got players to come back and mm. we've got obviously potentially new signings coming mm. in. But the worry right now is that I think the players think exactly what we're thinking as well. Mm. And it looks very obvious on the pitch that they're snatching at chances. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're also concerned about not taking them chances mm. because we seem to sort of play out sort of 60, 70 minutes in control of a game. Mm. Don't take our chances and then start thinking, oh, oh. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, everything yeah. we're feeling. But the players do, which is mm. more concerning. Obviously, as fans, we, we're going to feel like that. But if you're a player on the pitch, you know, in control yeah. of that situation, it's a bit worrying that they they feel like that. And then we start retreating and retreating a little bit to to sort of, I don't know, try and get a foothold back in the game. It's frust it's frustrating. Um, you know, as a, as a again, said it for the, for the Fulham game, as an individual game, you would go, that's just one of them days. Yeah. Yeah. But it quite clearly isn't just one of them days because... Two weeks later, we're having the exact same day with the exact same performance and the exact you know quality level of opposition was very similar in terms of what they brought to the to the party that day, and, the same and, and that exact same outcome and and that's mm. that that is a bit worrying. Um, but yeah, I, I it's I don't know I don't know where where you go with it with that current mm. set of players. Like I say, you've got obviously Harrison, McNeil, Awobi, Calvert Lewin, potentially obviously better. Looks mm. like he's coming through the door. Um, and suddenly that that front line is absolutely transformed. Mm. Um, you know, positive with Chimiti coming on to the pitch and looking a bit lively and, and having something about him. So this can change relatively mm. quickly. Um, but there are still underlining issues that. that but the, you're right, and I agree with all of that. And you're absolutely right. But this that's still a chance. James Tarkovsky's got to take, isn't it? Even even with all of those plays in the team, we, we saw the last home game with Fulham. Okay. You can take Malpai's chances out and say, well, Dom would have scored them or, you know, Beto, if he comes in, would have took them, whatever. Yeah. But Nathan Patterson still blaze one against the bar and the goalie's laying on the floor. Yeah. You know, these are opportunities that have to be taken by oh, these players at any time. You're right, we can improve that front line and hopefully they will give us platforms to build on. Yeah. And maybe when you're 2-0 up, James Tarkovsky just takes a touch and side foots it in or smashes it back in mm. accurately or... Patterson guides it beyond the keeper and all of a sudden the world's a better place. Everyone's yeah. confident, relaxed, was getting goals from everywhere because that's what this team's going to need anyway. The team, great putting those other players in. The other, but, but the team, the, the, the core of the team needs to weigh in with goals as yeah. well. And when you're passing up, guilt-edged opportunities. You're right, if, if Everton would have been different last season and, and survived comfortably and... That Fulham game, we'd have come out going, we've had these forever. What's football all of our lives? Yeah. There's always been them games. There's always been those games where you've missed loads of chances and they break and grab it. 
but when it feels like the season's emerging because we've it seems a, a struggle and then we go the game two weeks ago whatever it was and we lose to Fulham and you come out and go oh my god you feel sick because that was a game you should have won yeah that won't happen again though will it and then it, the exact same game plays out again only this time instead of scoring with 15 minutes left they score with three minutes left yeah so you know it's over you know that's the worry for me is that i think as well when you come out the Fulham game it's almost inconceivable that you wouldn't have any other new players in by the time the Wolves game comes yeah. on as well. You're even worse off, yeah, yeah. So, and 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 that's that's the thing. Look, there's, you know, we have been hamstrung as well by injuries and, mm. and different things, and and you know, there are attacking players that are going down as well. So yeah. it, it's not, it's really, really hampering, hampering us. But again, you're right. Those those chances, you know, your Tarkovsky, your Patterson chances, mm. they. They're bread and butter, aren't they? You know, regardless of what position you play on the pitch, yeah. you should be you should be taking those. But is that just a build up of the pressure and and, and everything that's that happening. comes with that, the snatching at them? I'd have the witch doctor in. I'd have people pissing on the post. <laughs> I'd have every bit getting blessed because the Hadjuk split case is real. Is real. Six real. years the other day, wasn't it? It's yeah. real. It's, it's real. real because since then, everything that could have gone wrong times a million has has happened. Absolutely, we're having these games where yeah. It just feels at the moment like it's cursed. You're just watching it going, it's impossible that that doesn't go in. Yeah. How is that missed? And how is that? And keepers are me turning up, having worldies. That's, that's another Two thing. Two goalies on the run have got man of the match at Goodison. It's just yeah. like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, both and you'll start. see them throwing things in the net in other games. Yeah. You know, Leno the weekend for, against Brentford or whenever it was last week or whatever it was, you know, you're going, hang on, he's like amazing the other week. Yeah. How's he letting that in? And all of that. But, you know, Everton, like you said, in the main, in the first half, Wolves had very little, very little. We hadn't had the shot on attack, target, had they? No, there was no attacking threat, really, from them. We had a lot of the ball. We kept getting it back. But I still think, like, the makeup of the team, and yet the manager is a little bit hamstrung on this. We've got, said this to you before, I didn't understand in the first half who was playing on the right-hand side because James Garner was so far tucked in but at times, Abdelai Decore was on the right wing. Mm. So I didn't know whether the plan was for Garner to be tucked in more and for Decore to go and cover the right almost because we only have one up front. Yeah. But then other times it was Garner. So I don't know what was going on there. But Everton's midfield four, say, if we forget Dobbin and we call him a, a genuine like a wide yeah. forward, say, and we had Dan Juma who was straight through the middle. James Garner isn't a wide forward on the right because he's never that high up. And he's also never wide enough to be a right midfielder. So he's so far tucked in that Nathan Patterson's always exposed to two people always. Yeah. And people that have a go at Patterson and all that aren't seeing the fella in front. But in that midfield four, so you've got Onana, James Garner, Adrissa Garner, Gay and Abdelai Decore. Not one of them in the first half, well, throughout the game really maybe James Garner the last 10 minutes but before then not one of them was brave enough to get the ball and drive at that defence so Wolves found it very comfortable mm. the only real threat for Wolves was from wide areas when we got on the ball and we put crosses in Patterson yeah. with the lovely one in, in the first half with his left foot which just evaded a couple of people Ashley Young was trying to put balls in Dobbin was trying to get round the sides but no one was travelling with the ball in order to commit people and those four midfielders, I thought, just played incredibly safe in the first half. There was two or three occasions where our midfielders got the ball and there's a big gap to drive. 
and someone's come across sideways to press them, and instead of going forward, they just wanted to pop it back to a centre back. Yeah, you know, and it's very safe, so it goes right the way along. It comes right the way back, and it's almost like well, we're trying to get down the side. Yeah, but yeah, we didn't have a physically dominant centre forward in the middle either to get on the end of stuff. And it's that area I think that Everton have either got a target this week before the window shuts, or they've got to work on patterns of play where whichever midfielder it is, whether it's Garner. Adrisha Garner Gay, or whether it's Onana or Decore, I've got to drive at the heart of whatever defence, particularly at home where teams will sit. Yeah, I, I think, like you say, we've discussed off camera that the makeup of Adrisha Garner, Onana, and Decore individually as players offer something to the mm. team, but as a, as a trio, and I'm not really counting James Garner into it because I think he was deployed on the right and, and out of position, albeit exactly as he's like. The two games he's had a poor game uh, at home. Mm. I, I don't think he's got involved anywhere near enough. But those three in the middle, for me, are just not are not taking the game by the scuff of the mm. neck. And again, we were talking off camera. Is is that an element of tactical stuff from from Sean Dyche, or is that the players just not taking it or not being Maybe, confident or not? Yeah. We we don't know, do we? And we, no. and we can only surmise. To to me, it's it's frustrating. Enough. When I'm watching Onana. The ability's there. There's absolutely no question, mm. um, and there's there's little snippets in the game where he does stuff that that that's good and positive. But he still feels like he's playing within himself. Yeah. And again, is that is that a tactical thing, or is that just on the lad? You know, he's a young lad and whatnot. But there's there's something in that makeup of that midfield that that's not quite there. Now again, when all the options come back, you might have a situation where you can put drop a Wobie into the middle. Mm. He can carry and drive the ball. Mm. Again, I, I feel James Garner will be a very, very good centre mid midfield player for us. Um, in the little bits that he's done, and he has played in centre mid for us over last season and in that few minutes and so in different games this season, he's someone who wants to get on the ball, wants mm. to get on the ball and will carry the ball. But his range of passing as well, he looks to pass forward. Um, and I would really try and shoe on him, in, well, not shoe on him, but he's get him in and, and, whether, and, and who that means misses out misses out because mm. realistically at the back end of the last season um, Onana was on the bench he was off the team um, so for me he's he's someone I'd look to get in into the middle of the pitch individually like I say Adrissa Onana Decore can all add things to the team but mm. as, a, as a trio it's just not it's just not working we're not no. we're not creating like you say from the middle of the pitch we, again we're talking about Madison for Tottenham getting on the ball and firing balls straight through the middle and again Onana's done it the, the other occasion but we need someone in there who's brave who's going to create chances like you say Dan Juma's making some great runs but that ball's not going no. let's get that ball out to him again could that be a Wobi potentially mm -hmm. Um you know, we we seen under Lampard and Wobie when he was playing in the middle mm. for for what six months of the season was absolutely excellent. Mm. Could be could be something that we look at. Like McNeil as well, who you know when everyone's back, mm. and maybe you you had a midfield where you had Dan, Dan Juma on one, one side, Harrison, Harrison you know, on the other, Harrison on the other. You could have maybe Dwight McNeil like as a double well, eight if you had a sitter and then you had two that broke forward because yeah, yeah. he does like to drive with the ball and he's got a shot on him, mm. he's got a bit of vision maybe. But Alex Awobi has, has always maintained that's where he wants to play. Yeah. And if he's travelling with the ball forward, then and you've got someone running because you're right when Chimiti come on in the second half, three times he made a little running behind and he didn't come and he was mm. like looking as if to go with the ball. Yeah. We've gone sideways over safe and we go back. I, I'm with you. I think individually those players are good players we've got. I just don't think the makeup's right. I think if you had, I think with Everton's midfield three, 
if it's on Anagar, if it's on Anagar and Decore, because that seems to be like his, his. Yeah. That's fine if you've got two fullbacks that fly on and you've got wingers and a forward. That's fine because three of them, one breaks and the other two can sit and help your defence. It's okay. They, they've all got a defensive element about them. Not so much the core, but he, he will try and break in. But I just think when you've got you, we've got one fullback in Ashley Young now. Is a little bit more cautious, and that'll just be because of the way it is. It's yeah. no problem with right that. Right-footed as well. Right-footed, so we can't go on the overlap really, and we haven't got our first choice wide men. We're hamstrung in terms of plays that want to create in the final third, and football's about scoring goals. Essentially, and mm. we've we playing on the other side of that where it's about not conceding, so we are so negative in midfield, and that that is just because a there's confidence probably isn't flying as well. Yeah, but we have got players that I just want to be safe rather than someone who wants to take the game on, and I think it, it might just be we have to wait until someone comes back or. Does something present itself this week well, in terms we're, of creativity, centrally, that Everton can maybe get on loan? I don't know. I mean, we're, we're playing a victim of circumstance as well, aren't we? Mm. Re realistically, you know, there's, like I say, there's players in the building right now that can add to what we've got. Mm. That looks likely a, a better coming in. And like you say, if you add anything else into there, suddenly there are options. Mm. And, and people's perception when they're on the pitch will be very different to how they're playing now and what they'll look mm. look to do. But if we're taking this game just solely in isolation, you know those players that were currently there, they need to be braver. They have mm. to be braver. They have mm. to be. You know, Onana for me is just like I say, he's playing so within himself. Mm. He's such a good athlete. Um, he can see a pass, and he's actually got a good range of passing no, as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like to see him demand that ball, mm. want to get on it, just take the game by the scruff of the neck, and. Mm. And bully the other midfield midfielders on that pitch, and, and um, look again. It'll come with him. I'm sure it will. He's, he's got all the potential, and he's young. It's not me bashing bashing the lad again. Mm -hmm. It's circumstance and where we're at. But I'd like to just see him doing doing that, taking that by the scruff of the I neck a little bit more. I want to see him travel on with the ball. Yeah. When he runs, when he goes through the gears, you can't get near him because mm -hmm. he's big and he's got that big stride on him. And he's powerful, but he doesn't do it. He, yeah. it it's backwards and sideways. Like mate, just. It's okay if he's the defensive midfield and sit, sit in front of the two centre backs in a triangle, yeah. and and then we know sit and protect. Then you pass it and let the others. Then it's up to Adrissa. Then it's up to the core to carry on and take it forward. But they're not playing like that at the moment. So mm. he has to be the one that gets on it and goes forward. Play a little. But again, is it tactically? We don't we don't know, do we? And yeah. this is your frustration, isn't it? You're, mm. you know, you're obviously looking at it a bit more tactically from from the manager and suggesting that. You know, he's, he's keeping it a I little just bit think more when, safe. I think if you, when you're an away team, so like Wolves come on Saturday and they were, they just make sure they got everybody behind the ball. If you're just moving the ball side to side with no no one sprinting, no one, it's just, it's dead easy to mark. Yeah. You just put two blocks of, two banks of four and then what are you going to do? So someone has to be brave enough to yeah, break yeah. the lines with the ball. We weren't, we were just going side to side, the midfield. Every time he got it, it was just getting passed back. Yeah. And it's like, it ends up back at Pickford so many times. And you're like, why is it there? We were 50 yards up the pitch. And yeah. people might go, well, no. Someone said to me the other week, oh, no, we are. We have got a style. What we try and do is bring people on us and then Pickford and pick someone else. Nonsense. Hmm. That might be the idea for City. Have you been watching Everton? Because that's not what we do. Yeah. We don't drag teams in and someone comes and takes it and we turn. And it's, it's not what we do. So one hmm. of the midfielders has to get on it. 
and drive it. We were winning it back well enough. Yeah. But then they weren't brave and taking it forward. So there has to be a little bit more of that. And again, it might be a bit of confidence, maybe a bit more coaching in terms of one of you just be brave. Mm. Come on. Bomb on. Bomb yeah. on and make space. If, if it opens up, have a shot. That's mm. the way it is, isn't it? Because that's how we're going to break teams. I mean, the corner breaks on and gets and gets further forward, but he's starting from a higher position, isn't he? Mm. I think you need someone. But even him at the weekend, Mikey. Maybe as the game went on, he tried, but first half, three or four times, there was a pocket at 15 yards in front of him, he yeah. turned and passed it back. And it's like, why are we going backwards? The goal's that way. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, no, run mean. with it, because you might score. I mean, it's a lot of confidence issue, that, isn't it? Definitely. But we know. need them to be confident. Oh, absolutely. Because if they're not confident but I think... on, game, on day three, we're in trouble if we're still struggling on absolutely. day 31, aren't we? Yeah. And that's where that's what I'm looking at. And maybe I'm just still a bit burnt from the last two seasons. I don't know. Um, we got nil nil at half time. Come out second half. Again, we were all right. We were we were the team that was trying to push on. We were the team that was trying to get the goal. But we're still passing up opportunities, and we we had we had a, an absolutely brilliant opportunity. Uh, which they come from James Garner actually getting the ball in a, in an area where he could cross it, and I think he'll get the stills up now. Um, we, you know, the first, one of the first times we worked it through them, and we see here the first still we've got is we've got Nathan Patterson running beyond, which meant it opened up that big gap there, and Garner with the arrow was just going to bend it, and we've got Schmitty, Dan Juma, and I've circled that the light of Corey. At the far post, we take it on, the ball comes in, still good. We've got Dan Juma at the core attacking it. We take it on again, and now the core circled. It's just, you know, the whole goal to, to just tap it in from. And he heads it, he doesn't connect properly with it, he heads it down. And you're hoping for that little bit of luck here, that the ball's going to end up in the back of the net. It goes into the floor, and Jose Sarr does really well here, because I think he thinks it's getting headed straight, and it isn't. And he has to readjust his feet and he ends up tipping the ball over the bar early. But at that moment, as that ball's dropping at the back post, you're thinking, this is it. Yeah. He's headed it, he's onside, the ball's going to end up in the back of the net and the keeper pulls off a save and you're like, how can we be making this so difficult? So difficult for us. Again, look, the save was unbelievable. He shouldn't, mm. have, he shouldn't have had a chance to make a save. No, no. That's, and that's just the, the behind then of all. Similar to the Tarkovsky opportunity. They need, they need taken. Mm. And, but this is sort of where I, my little bit of maybe a defence or where, where I sort of got still a little bit more faith in, in Dice lo longer term. Um, it's those chances are being, I mean, you can't put the ball in the net for us. They're there, there. No, no, and like, that's the, on the these, players. You know, the, these have got to be taken. And, and if those chances were taken in the last two home games, then we're sat on six points. We're mm. looking at things a little bit different. We're bringing in signing. Da -da 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 -da. We'd mm. be like, right, great. You know, the manager's done well. Blah blah blah. Felt, and it, yeah. it's fine, fine margins. Is the manager tactically perfect? Absolutely not. Mm. We're in a situation where we where we haven't got the best players, the best managers available. Mm. We are where we are. But th these things are just guilt edged, guilt edged chances. And I, I put down the, the Jared Branthwaite header as well, where he heads it straight back. Yeah, he should do that. In the moment, you think, oh, but when you look back, I mean, he's got the whole goal, he just heads it straight back at yeah, the keeper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a sitter. Mm. It's, you know, like, and we're, we're passing up these opportunities. And whether those opportunities are coming by, you know, things just getting fired across and bumming around, but so be it. There's still chances mm. in games, you know. You see other Premier League games where chances are coming from mistakes and balls bobbling across. That that's what happens. Um, 
they, they need taking. Mm. Um, because they might be, you're right, if both teams are tactically very good, then that might be the best chances you get, yeah, which yeah. is just ricochets and, and other teams will, like, you know, Brantwaite heads that in, or Decore heads that in, we win 1-0. But sat here going, well, you know, the manager done well, he made changes, he brought yeah. Brantwaite in, he kept the clean sheet, we've won the game. Let's go, we've yeah. got two games this week, both winnable, we're getting players in the building, we're up and running. But we're sat here going, this happened two weeks ago though. Yeah. So is it going to continue to happen? Do we need to coach better? Do we need better players? Do we need a bit of luck as well? Because we're not having I, I, I any would of suggest it's now. all of them. It's yeah. all of the above. Yeah. We do need more luck. Mm. We've been unlucky. There's obviously stuff that the coaching staff can be working on. Mm. We definitely need some better players mm. in the building. We need our current players in the building to get back fit. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's a, we're a victim of circumstance as well. Mm. Off the back of last season as well. Mm. So we're all drained. Yeah. So heightens everything then. It, it? it does look. I, I, I'm not one for being Mr. Positive, as, as you well know. But I also so I'm negative in terms of we sat bottom of the league, we haven't scored the goal. Let's just be real. Mm. It's horrific. Mm. It's a horrific start. There's no sugar coating that. Yeah. But it can quite quickly turn, mm. and it also could quite quickly or quite simply have been something very different as mm. well. So. As a case of luck, we've, we've we've let's not get ourselves just completely in a state of despair. Mm. We've we've got to we've got to live with this. Um, the the positives for me is, I would I'd rather come away and have zero points from from two own games that we should have won than zero points from two own games that we got battered in um, against poor sides. So we we should have won those games. We should have won them comfortably. There's, there's tactical things, there's player issues all all over the pitch that that could have could have changed that. And so be it. And a big part of it for me, and I'm sure we'll move on to it, is you know the goal we concede is just a comedy of errors mm. all over the pitch. And I, again, there can be potential tactical things that people have pointed out to me, which which I take on board. But for me, the managers forced that situation of which should be dealt with. The tactics have forced a situation where they're out wide just chucking a crossing. If we don't close the cross down, it doesn't come in. Mm. The fact that it is coming in, if your goalie comes and catch that, it's in the air for so long. If that was well, at we'll the other have, end, Jose Sarr comes and claims that. We'll have, we'll have a look at that. I mean, we did, both of us had the ball in the net. They had Fabio Silva score for them. It was very close. Mm. You know, he was off, he was ahead. And at the Ryder Corey, he was even closer at the other end. We thought we'd score. Yeah. It was fractions at the other end. And again, you know, on other days, you know, we might just time his run one split second yeah, yeah. early and it's a goal um, which would have really you know would have given everyone a huge lift at that time but obviously as the game was going on you know the big thing what we, we haven't pointed out yet is Yusuf Chimiti did come on yes. came on the manager brought yeah. him on with half an hour to play and I thought he'd done alright he'd done okay put himself about made some good runs shoved a couple of their defenders had a couple of little flicks, looked lively at getting in the middle of the goal. Yeah. And, and for a young lad who was making his Premier League debut, I thought he'd done all right. Can we be better? Can we create things? Absolutely, we can. But I thought he did okay. I mean, yeah, what, what did you make absolutely. I looked the, the positives with him coming on were the fact, A, the manager brought on a young player and mm. had faith to bring him on, which, mm. you know, we've, we've questioned. So, mm. you know, he's, this lad's been brought into the building. He's been brought on in, in a vital part of the game, yeah, yeah. given a lot of game time in terms of probably what what everyone was expecting. And he'd come on and he looked he look live, he look, mm. we, we know where he's at, we, mm. you know, no one's at the club sh sugarcoated no, why he's no. been brought in to be. No. Um, so there's potential there, you can mm. see that potential, you can see um, 
the physique of him. You know, and, and yeah, look, it, it's it's a good option to have from mm. the bench. He, he he come on and 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 was was lively, mm. but we're not you know we didn't create. He didn't really have any chances. Did no. he? Didn't create nothing for him. Um, but yeah, the positive for me was that A he was on the bench mm. and B he was brought on. And he'll be better for that half an hour, won't he? And obviously. You know he's got off the bench, which is good because it gives him a bit of confidence and, and he can build on that. It just shows us a pathway for him as mm. well. You know, like he, you know, quite often in the past we've brought these young players in and not really given them opportunities and, yeah. and whatnot. So that's a positive as well. Let's have a look at the the goal then, because obviously there was there was errors in the goal. Uh, if we look at the first, still we've got here Ashley Young. That isn't good enough for me. Get out and stop the cross. Sticking a leg up in the air doing some yoga pose. Just before that, him giving the ball oh, away. Oh, well, he gave the so ball cheaply. away. It was poured away. He gave, so cheaply. He gave the ball away ridiculously. Uh, but the cross comes in. I've got... Just go back, sorry, Ped. If you just go back one second. I've got, there. I've got Kaladic and Tarkovsky circled there because it's his man. Yeah. You know, Patterson, just his arm, you can see. But below him is... Uh, Eight nor the the Wolves left back. Yeah. So Patterson's got a mark in. Tarkovsky there is the wrong side of the of the defender immediately. The cross comes in. He's left Tarkovsky now. Patterson, you see, is thinking, well, am I gonna go and deal with it as well? But Nori's just behind him. We take it on again, and we see this angle. The ball's coming into the box. Now Kaladic is about to head this. Look where Tarkovsky is as a centre back. Totally the oh, wrong side of the defender. Well. Behind the line. Now, as that's come in. You know, and then the lad heads it past, obviously not pick, but could do it that stage because it's come off. I think it, it isn't even a clean contact. It, it kind of scuffs off the shoulder yeah, yeah. and flies in the corner. Um, but are you thinking the goalkeeper should be coming for that there and clean him out? Because I've not heard a couple of goalies and it actually, whatever stock you put in Ashley Williams, um, saying as a centre-back, my goalie's got to come and claim that. Because anything we put in like that, Jose Sarr come and claimed. Well, that's that. So what? Yeah. I mean, where? Yeah, you... absolutely. I mean, it was, it was, it, it was in the air for such a long time. The ball, it's so mm. deep. Mm. I, just Can he come and just knee up fists? Absolutely, and, and absolutely. Or you know, come would you be expecting to be claiming that again? Obviously, it's not, it's not Pickford's strength. We we know that, but because mm. you're leaving yourself you've there, got be... I imagine you're leaving yourself with a lot to do there if he gets any connection on it. You're just showing it. He didn't get a clean connection on it. It's in the back and of the net. It's that close. He'd already made a really good save, actually. Off, came off Tarkovsky. Wolves had a free yeah. kick and it hit Tarkovsky's shin and he, he made a, a good point-blank reaction yeah. save on his line and, and we get away with that. But for that one, you're right. I think it's hanging up and I'm thinking at the other end, their keeper just comes and oh, claims absolutely. that. absolutely. There's, 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 no, there's no two ways about it. I mean, he can't be having a standing header. This isn't this is a lad who's six foot seven, I think, or something. So mm. if he's jumping and he's bulleting one in it, but he had a, he just kinda of went like that in the six yard box and it's it to Z because I think he's thinking the goalie is gonna come and yeah. flatten me here. Yeah. No look for me it's it's a goalkeeper error amongst other errors. Again yeah. obviously it comes to the goalkeeper because other people have made errors but I think a lot of goalkeepers just that that isn't even a chance. It's just bread and butter. Just come out and claim it, and suddenly you're on the you're on the offensive. Then mm. it can be that those small that, margins in games. The margins, there's yeah. so such small margins in games, and yeah, I was I was disappointed with Pickford in that, and I thought, it, okay, he made that great save, but the rest of the game, I thought he looked he looked erratic. He looked. But there was one 
I thought was it was nil nil still, wasn't it? it was just after it, this allowed goal the ball around the corner and he he should be Came dealing with it. And Tarkovsky's there, but it was always running oh, towards absolutely. Pickford. If he comes out and clears it, yeah. he ran, stopped, and then started retreating him. He allowed Fabio Silva to get yeah. there first. And he should have scored. He should have scored. He put it wide. And there was that moment that he was a little bit shaky in as well, which was just a bit mad because that unnerves people then. If he's nice and confident and comes and clears it, like Saar came out early on and went for the header. Yeah. The ball was bouncing, he was bullet-headed in a way. I, I half expected him to catch it because he was that far yeah. out. Nice and decisive, your defenders now, and Pickford, it was a little bit erratic. Yeah, and... like I say, look, for the, for the past few years, Pick, Pickford's been excellent no, been for brilliant, us. But been that, absolutely yeah. excellent, but yeah, in, in, that, in that particular scenario... They're all obviously feeling it, aren't they? Yeah, he should and be we, coming out taking Again, them. just one other little tactical thing is that I just think we're too narrow as a back foot. Our full-backs are so tucked in hmm. that I think it's putting them under pressure Well, it's because it's putting your wide men under even more pressure. And the goal that was disallowed for Fabio Silva simply came because there was too much space on the right. It was mm. so narrow that they break quickly, which means Patterson has almost got to then run 40 yards to get out. Well, the cross is coming in before he's gone out. Yeah. And the lad gets across Branthwaite and he's offside, but it's a nice little finish under Pickford. It's like, I think we've got to spread out. That, I mean, that's a tactical thing that's... Up for interpretation yeah, of, of whatever whatever you want or like, because again I'm saying to you off camera I watched a few Italian games last night and mm. um, they were defending exactly the same, so basically then, defending yeah. the 18 yard box mm. and almost allowing crosses to come in to go. We'll deal with them. Um, now again he put faith there and, and obviously someone like that some won't. Mm. You know, or do you play more expansive and there's a lot of space space through the middle. Mm. You know, again, people are pointed out on and Patrick being being one who, who pointed out obviously the, the the fact that we've give give given up that that wide space, which is which is fine. You know, we, it's right as in, um, hundred percent. That that's what tactically we're looking to do. If if you go out to those wide positions, then you're going to create opportunities in the middle, and then you're giving up opportunities that's in the middle. That's one of your defensive midfielders drops in as well, which is what should that well. Yeah, again, again it's all it's all it's all just tactically what you're doing. Re realistically, to to me, and this is just my take on it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, mm -hmm. but there's two. It's obviously it, it's easy to go it's wrong because you've lost both games, but we've given up effectively two chances in two games mm. playing yeah, like that. Really. And and real, you know, statistically, it's just that, the gaps that it's done like the gaps, and no, then people I, get I, on I, I Patterson's get back, and no, people I do, probably I do get would it. be on Young's back, and it's like. We we are so narrow that there's a lot of space. What do you, like what do you want them to do? Do they abandon what the manager's doing to go mark the fella, or do they wait and then they have to try to get out? And by the time they get out, you... sometimes there's an overload because the space is there in the yeah. beginning. Whereas when you are spread out a bit more, like the better teams say in a division, that area isn't there isn't as much. Space no, I totally in that agree. Area. Look, I'm not. I'm not sure which which yeah, yeah, prefer, but, but I would it, say I would, Sean Dyche is a bleeding Premier League manager. I'm sat on but, the couch no, talking but, about it. So but obviously, he, you, he obviously we're talking about the home games. You chuck in the Villa game and you suggest I'm going. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> so, but but maybe, maybe that's a system that works against the more limited attacking oppositions maybe. like your Fulhams and stuff. But I, d I don't know. But mm. in in terms of those individual or this game is, is an individual, mm. I didn't have a massive problem with it because I don't think we yeah. gave up many opportunities yeah. from it. Um, Certainly, from that that scenario, mm. um, it's just a killer when when the when the winning goal. Yeah, but listen, but if the players do the job, mm. it you wouldn't be talking no. tactically about no. it. 
if it's a Ashley Young gets out and stops the cross, if your goalie comes and catches it, yeah. there's not a problem with it. And realistically, where do all our chances come from? Out wide. Mm. Well, Wolves doing the same thing, defending the 18-yard box, come away with a clean sheet. Mm. Just the difference of their goalkeeper having to come into claim yeah. thing. So the small, the small margin, those tactical things, f- for me, that's not a major concern for me personally, yeah. albeit. Let's let's see how it plays out. It, yeah. it could be absolutely. Yeah, we, there's no doubt we were sucker punched, weren't we? Uh, if you have a look at the match stats from the game, I mean Everton didn't really offer much after they conceded the goal. Tried Michael Keane and Tom Cannon up front as late subs. We didn't really do anything with it. Um, there's the the match stats there. Everton and Wolves won 15 attempts at goal from Everton, 11 from Wolves, seven on target for the Blues, two for the visitors. Everton had five big chances to Wolves, two. One of them obviously being the goal, and um, the other one was Fabio Silva, I think. Yeah, and it must the, be. The, you've got possession. They narrowly took the possession, but I expect that anyway. From uh, Sean Dyke, isn't really that obsessed. Yeah. I don't think they're having the ball and dominating the ball. But the five big chances, and we've ended up in nil again. I mean, that says it all. 16 attempts at goal on target in the two home games, no goals scored. Yeah. That's the worry, isn't it? Like you say, I mean, defensively, we've conceded two goals. Um, given up not that many chances so yeah if Jordan Pickford comes and claims the cross or Ashley Young stops the cross we're in a better position aren't we but we got sucker punched uh, a couple of a couple of players that I wanted to just look at in the stats bit was Nathan Patterson who again see for me it's a bit mad people seem to be coming up with criticism of him I don't I don't see it all but there you go passing accuracy 81% Eight ball recoveries, which was the second in the Everton team. 100% of his tackles he won, which was six. Uh, completed 100% of his header, cl- you know, header clearances, which was one. And chances created one. And I thought, again, he had a he had a, a relatively solid game, I think. He's exposed because the lad in front of him doesn't do the job in that way, yeah. James Garner, because he's a centre midfield player. So he's having to learn it himself as well, so he's sometimes exposed. The criticism I have of Nathan Patterson is when he gets in those advanced areas, his crossing's awful. Yeah, he's got to work on that because he gets himself in so many good positions. The best delivery he put in all day was with his left foot, yeah. which someone almost got. Half, yeah. Two of them nearly got on the end of it. When he's in those advanced positions, he's got to... Make sure he's put just put it in an area then. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Don't get it out your feet and smashes it. Like mm. I don't know what he's trying to do, it's just get it in the zone. Yeah. Stay after training for half an hour every day and work on it because if you if he got his finesse a bit better, his balls into the box, his finishing ability, he could be a key part in what we're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it at the moment his his final ball's terrible. Yeah. Look, I, the thing the thing with this is is that we want younger players in the team, mm. but we say we do as fans, and then we bash them as soon as they have. They're going to be inconsistent. Mm. They will be inconsistent. Mm. The lad's 21 years of age, mm. 20, 21 years of age. He's played a handful of just senior yeah, appearance yeah, games, yeah. never mind just in Premier League for, for Rangers as well. He's going to be inconsistent. He's mm. got a lot of good attributes. Um, He's had some excellent games in his Everton career, and he's had some suspect games in yeah, his Everton career. Absolutely. That will happen with young players. If we if we can persist with them and back the lad, I think he's got he's got all all the attributes for someone who'll do well mm-hmm. moving forward. I I thought Saturday, I thought he was he was fine. I thought yeah, he had yeah. a decent game, albeit I thought the Fulham game. I don't particularly think I thought he was a little bit positionally all over the shop for for that one. Um, 
again, like you've done earlier, not having that support from, from Garners, you know, you're always in two minds when you've got two players coming at you. Fulham just had 2v1 against yeah. him, but even his numbers in the Fulham game weren't bad. Yeah. It was Garner was the issue, and he yeah. obviously gave the goal away, James Garner, in that game. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But, no, look at, like I say, I think the same will, will go for, for Janet Branthwaite or mm. if Jimitty's put in the team. Look, these will have ups yeah. and downs, and, and we've got to... We've got to ride it out because the, the the alternative for where Everton are right now is we bring in mediocre footballers who are 28, 29, mm. where you've got nowhere to go as a team, you've got no progression, you've got nothing to build forward with. I would much prefer to have some of these younger People lads in the team. People Brighton yeah, yeah. and Brentford, and yet they go through the hard bit. We don't see it all, but yeah, them players play from a young age, and then all of a sudden they do well, and people go, oh, Brighton are amazing, well, yeah, what about the three years before? Exactly, absolutely. so we, we have got, you're absolutely right, we're going to, we have to sort, if we want a younger team and we want players who can develop and start creating the core, we're going to have to put up with some of the you things. Cannot, Nathan yeah. Patterson isn't perfect. He's not, I nearly said he's not sent Alexander-Arnold, then he isn't. No, he isn't, he can defend better than him. He's a better defender, but he's not an attacking force that way. He can build, I'm not saying he'd ever be as good as that, because he probably isn't ever going to be as good as that, but he can be better than what he's doing. Seamus yeah. Coleman was, was very good just by being mad, like running and being <laughs> like all over you and yeah. almost creating, and he got better and being better. unpredictable, wasn't he? Unpredictable. Patterson's got to be clean about what he's doing. When yeah, he gets to I that agree. final third, just put it into his own. You keep doing that. I'm a striker, I can run in there yeah. and I'll get tappings. I mean, there's not, going not, not an excuse for this, far, far, no, far no, from no. it. But having, again, having them attacking third options yeah. who are making the right runs, yeah, yeah, yeah. having people in the box, mm. you know, sometimes that slight second of delay of looking up and not seeing something gone. is gone. So, but look, the quality's not there, no. certainly, from that from that. He's got to improve that, and that comes with hard Absolutely. Work. Sticking on the same theme, Tiara Branthwaite, a lot of people wanted them in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he came in at the weekend, thought he was brilliant. Let's have a look at his definitely. numbers. Uh, passing accuracy, 83% in the game. 10 ball recoveries, which was the most in Everton's team. Uh, won 100% of his tackles, won 100% of his aerial duels, and had two interceptions in the game as well as his heat map as well. And I thought I thought it was really nicely balanced having that someone who can play off the left foot. If Everton had a more, as I said to you before, off camera, if Everton still had like Luca Dean and Sackham fullback. Yeah. The amount of times he opened his body up past uh, Brantwaite and there was a there would have been a pass down the line. He had nowhere to go with it. Yeah. Ashley Young was almost next to him, so he'd just help it on or whatever. But I thought the amount of times he nicked in and stepped in and was looking to play. And again, it's probably like we're talking a midfielder who wants the ball off him and come and get that. That's where Everton are missing because he could feed it. But I thought, again, another young lad come in and done really well. Yeah, real, real, real good, solid. Premier League performance and mm. I think a good stat there to see was the 100% of his aerial duels won mm. because I think that was always Ancelotti's concern with Lost, him wasn't yeah, it didn't, yeah. that he wasn't that he wasn't great he's got to just get a little bit more power in his head yeah he won it and it often loop but that comes with just playing absolutely so and I think now I think he, he come in and there was after the first five or ten minutes mm. settled down um you know, being a man, last time he played the Goodison Park he was sent off didn't yeah, he? yeah so yeah. you know now I thought I thought he was excellent um made things look simple, it was nice and calm mm. and almost after 15-20 minutes you sort of just relaxed and even think about yeah, them, which is the be defenders and goalkeepers you don't have to think about them. No. You don't want to have to you just want to be like they're there, good, solid, job done. Yeah. Um so that was nice. 
again, the caveat, let's just be, he will have ups and downs. Mm. Like, can we just not lose our head when he has a bad game? Because the alternative is a 29-year-old who we know isn't good enough. Mm. So I'd rather stick with the lad who's got the ceiling and the potential to, to improve um, and go on whilst also you know, adding, adding qualities into the team now. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I want to see that partnership just stuck with now. I think I think that's a good, solid partnership and I don't want to see too many chopping and changing of it. And, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd like to just see that long, longer term, 100%. Go, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, there you go. And before I mean, we go... Oh, hang on. Before hang. we go, we cannot leave without mentioning Ashley Young's deliveries. Well, I can't, I can't. Just come back to that. We've got Arna Danzuma as well, who made his full debut for Everton at the weekend. Um, there's his numbers, XG of 0.53. Looked lively, had five shots, three on target, two big chances. Um, and he had a 75%, is that passing accuracy? Yeah, yeah. 75. Yeah. Two big chances. There was one was... he was offside with, which he hit the post. The other one, I can't think of the other one. But he was lively. And yeah. again, I, I still think he'll be better when he's in a wide area. When you look at his heat map, he's done his yeah. best work he, out wide. Exactly, he? picks the ball. He wants to go base it up and all that. He had that one early on where he broke centrally and he, he, he shot too early. It yeah. all opened up. And if he'd have gone another one, he'd have been on the edge of the box. He might have been able to guide yeah. it. He went for the power. But he was lively. And, and I think he's shown in the last couple of games, come on up, Villa, and he's shown... And he looks an intelligent footballer full. as well, But he? he looks like he can make things happen, and mm. that, that's what you want. And you're right, if you've got someone in the middle as well, and other attackers who people have to occupy, you yeah. might free him up a little bit, and he looks like he can weigh him with some goals. But yeah, Ashley Young's deliveries. So I just thought, I can't, we can't go without there. mentioning them, because... Oh, they were terrible. I've seen Everton deliver some horrific mm. dead ball situations, and as we all have for the last mm. 20 years... I've never seen anything like that. Oh, he's terrible. Why didn't someone take it off? I don't know. Why don't mix it up? If you hit a couple of duds, mix it up. James Garner's meant to be a good dead ball player, you know. Because every corner was in the goalie's hands or near post, and every free kick we had, he just dropped into the keeper's hands. It was was absolutely. How? how, Have we got no. I thought Sean Dyche and Wone and Stone would have a plethora of. Yeah. Set plays. Set plays stuff, yeah. It's just basic. Go and kick it. No, we'll get some. That's, that's not good enough. He needs to work on that. No, that does up. need... But in all seriousness, it does need working with because set mm. plays, if we're getting down down out wide and winning corners, free kicks mm. and so on and so forth, set plays are and, and the big, the big for everyone, but mm. they're vital for, for us for and us, certainly yeah. where we are right now. And how that can... There must have been eight of them. At least eight of them he just put into the I loved the first one in the first half, wasn't Ashley Young? It was Pickford. Pickford, come on, puffed his chest out. I'm having it. Oh, I'll do I it. I called that as soon as he was doing it. And he just kicked it just straight to the Jose He always does. You're going, do like, not let him take them. Hit the angle. So yeah. it's a knockdown. He's kicked it straight to Sar. He caught it. Yeah. He does it, he does it all the time. No, there, yeah. there needs to be a big improvement on Ash. Just mix it, have other people play. And when Dwight McNeil's in, he are different, the back post, near post. He has, he is, but have two or three. So yeah. the defending team doesn't know which one. He's just having a bad day. He hasn't got his eye in. Yeah, Get him off take them. It off, yeah. It's if he, if everyone's dangerous, then fine. But mix it up. Well, it was was frustrating. There you go, Mike. You've got your notable. Sorry, I had to get that in. Right, we're going to carry on over on Premier with some comments before we go. But thanks for watching. Make sure you give the video a thumbs up, subscribe, leave a If you want to become a Toffee TV Premier, Why wouldn't the it? link is in the description. The QR code will be on the screen now. Let us know what you think in the comments section about this one. We'll see you later.